Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Luke Tuma Podcast. We are back. Happy 4th of July. Hope it was good. I'm here with Chase Azarian. We're back in the building. I was, uh, you were here for the 4th, right? I was. Here, yeah. in, here in Florida. I went back to Buffalo, and that's why my voice is gone, because we <laughs> day drank for five straight days, and you know, I'm hurting. I am hurting. Like, if you're new to the podcast, like and subscribe on whatever platform you're on. Leave us a little review if you can. You know, put your name in there. We'll shout you out on the episode the next time I see it. And uh, anybody who has done that, we appreciate it. But yeah, dude, I'm fucking... I'm hurting, dude. I can hear it a little bit. Yeah, my voice is gone. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's I'm fine. It's just like, dude, I realize like in Buffalo, first of all, everybody is basically an alcoholic. Right. My family, friends, everyone. <laughs> everyone drinks... Like, and a lot of them are very successful and have beautiful homes, and it's still just nonstop mm-hmm. boozing. And then when people have, like, like my mom had, like, a, par- a pool party. She has a pool, and then my friend James had one the next day. And it's just, like, pool party just means we're going to drink for, like, 11 hours. Yeah. That's all it means. <laughs> like, I look forward to, like, oh, pool party. And now I'm, like, in retrospect, I'm, like, I should never get excited for that again. <laughs> I'm just going to be so hungover the next day. Because, like, dude, if you go out... The day drinking shit, no one ever needs to day drink. No. And I've done it countless times. Of course. Yeah, but it's just like, that's the worst. Those are the worst hangovers. Yeah, because first of all, your hangover starts at like 7 p.m. If you stop at like 3 sometimes. Yeah, and the other time is so many times when you day drink, you also just night drink. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's like a four-hour break of just... Regret, and then you go back to it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like take however you hung are however hungover you are after an average night out at like going out to bars, and then add six hours of drinking in the middle of the fucking day, and then just like how much like it's at least twice as much booze you're consuming. Yeah, for sure, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, man. But uh, you think uh, you think Bill Cosby had a good Fourth of July? Or? <laughs> I think he had a great Fourth of July. <laughs> First of all, oh my God, look at all the fireworks that blow up. I can't believe I don't have to watch them from a jail cell. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Just so excited. Oh, man, so excited to, to, to celebrate the country. Oh, the, the old U.S. of A and the stars and bars and all that. Oh. So he's all happy. He's back. He's already back in his house eating sandwiches and shit. <laughs> that is wild, huh? It's wild. A fully free Bill Cosby. Interesting. Nothing surprises me anymore. No, no. <laughs> Trump was president. Epstein gets murdered by the Clintons. Bill Cosby had a good Fourth of July with his family. <laughs> Dude, oh my God, crazy, huh? If, if you folks aren't familiar, the prosecutor messed up, and basically, in a civil case years prior. Uh, where civil case means that you just settle for money instead of settling like where the person goes to jail. He admitted to drugging and raping whoever was suing him. And then the future prosecutor in the actual criminal case used that confession against him, and that's illegal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know that part. So he confessed in a civil suit gotcha. like 10, 15 years prior. Mm-hmm. And then the lawyer in the criminal suit tried to use that against him. And, and you it just was, can't do that. No, and it just becomes a mistrial. Okay. So all the charges against him are thrown away forever. <laughs> He's a free man. <laughs> Many more fourths of July for, <laughs> for Mr. Cosby. <laughs> Mr. Huxable had a great time this week just enjoying some hot dogs with the family. He probably day drank a little bit. 
hope, you know, uh, just be aware if you're day drinking with Bill Cosby. <laughs> Make sure you check your white claw before you take that next sip. You know what I mean? Might skip that pool party. Yeah, skip the pool party with Cosby. You know, see him afterwards. But yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. He's apparently he's saying he wants to go back out on tour and do stand up. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? Number one, it's gonna be very sad when a publicly known serial rapist is selling more tickets than me. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be the thing that might probably bothers me the most personally. <laughs> the other thing is, dude, who is gonna go to those shows? Because you know he's gonna be selling out like theaters. Yeah, of course, dude. It's gonna be twelve hundred oh. Cosby truthers. You know what I mean? It's gonna be an uncomfortable setting. I is think. it gonna be twelve hundred people who think Bill Cosby didn't rape anybody? I would say at least eighty percent of the crowd. That's probably. gonna be a wild group of people. <laughs> That's going to be like you did stand-up and it was all QAnon believers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be that level of like weird. Well, I think there's probably one in the same in a lot of those people too. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Cosby didn't do it. You know, Flat Earth, QAnon. Mm-hmm. All kind of... Same sect. Same, yeah. <laughs> same area of society. Yeah. Interesting. That's going to be fucking wild. Like, Part of me would maybe want to go. Just to experience... You know, like, maybe not go... But there's a live stream or dude. No, I, I had deal. that. I, no, I, I'm not judging you. I had that thought too. So is it going to be a lot of guys like you and me, and Bill Cosby's crowd, no, who are just Better like observe the crowd, who are just like I want to fucking see what the hell's he going to do and who's going to be here. Yeah. Which is like if that's the whole crowd, it's just a bunch of people observing each other. It's a lot of confusion. It's just a lot of confusion. <laughs> or is it going to be a bunch of people like Cosby didn't do anything wrong? I don't know. It's interesting. It's going to be a healthy mix, I think. Dude, you know what's the interesting part? Black nationalist Twitter was going off. Really? They're big on Cosby didn't do it. Okay. It's another case of the white man trying to hold us down. Gotcha. It's an interesting cross-section of <laughs> rape apologists and the, the fight for equality. <laughs> it's an odd marriage of two drastically different causes. <laughs> So, I don't know, man. It's, uh, we'll see. I mean, God, that'd be funny if fucking Cosby started a podcast, huh? We just started streaming on Twitch. Oh, come watch, come watch me play Minecraft. Oh, oh. oh you, got to, you got to see me kick some ass in 2K. Come on now. Man, I, you, I'm, I'm telling you, young fucks, I pull up your pants and you don't want the hands in Fortnite. Oh, my God. Yes, stand up again, huh? Touring the country. And he was also in jail basically just for COVID. Not that bad. <laughs> he came out right at the end of the pandemic. I was going to say, he wasn't in there for that long, right? No, he just, he did what we all did. <laughs> and then he got out. <laughs> oh, God. Man, what a fucking, what a horrible time for the victims. <laughs> I mean, God, dude. He really had, like, the best case scenario that you could have as a known serial rapist. <laughs> Just an absolute menace to society. You, you spend your sentence in jail during the first pandemic in 100 years. And then as soon as it ends, you're out of jail. <laughs> Just the timing is impeccable. Yeah. Almost as good as his comedic timing. <laughs> now, he was a good. Was a good comic. You can't uh, can't argue that. 
Yeah, I never really watched like the Cosby Show or anything, honestly. So the Cosby Show is funny, but it's kind of campy. You know, yeah. it's kind of like I don't know. It's like uh, it's family stuff. Yeah, you know, but it's funny. There's there's funny parts of Cosby Show. It wasn't like amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like George Lopez, one of those type of shows. I was not really <laughs> into that though. Like the the yeah. Friends, Full House, just not my genre. Yeah, it's kind of like a hokey sitcom. Yeah, not great. Um, but his stand-up was good. Can't even, can't lie about that. He's a fucking very talented stand-up. Well, I can't wait to go. <laughs> <laughs> he just unironically becomes your favorite comedian. <laughs> God, dude. Fucking nuts, man. Um, did you see the thing with that, the sprinter, Shikari Richardson? Of course. Yeah, you saw Every that. Every other story was uh, talking about it. Right? Yeah. I just... I feel bad for her because I saw uh, an interview where she's like talking about it. And she said her mom passed away and she was like smoking weed to help try to deal with the pain and shit. And she was like admitting to her mistakes and stuff. She was just like, please don't judge me. I, she came off very likable and, and, and like showing contrition and very like self-aware. But I will say like the people that are like, why is she in trouble for weed? It's like, yeah, dude, I think it's a stupid rule too. But they're not just like, it is also the rule. Mm. Like, I don't, like, if you were like, you can never, don't drink beer, and if you drink beer, you can't do stand-up, I would just stop drinking beer. Right. Like, <laughs> maybe if my fucking mom died, I would drink a couple beers and then get kicked off the stand-up circuit or whatever it is, mm. but you can't be like, what, this is bullshit. It's like, <laughs> it's the rule. It's the rule. Everybody else didn't smoke. When it's like, why, and it's like, I, I guess if you're saying, like, the rule should change, Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. But, like, you can't say it's bullshit that she broke a rule that everyone else followed. And then, like... Yeah, that's a fair point. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like they're they're supposed to follow a strict set of rules so that they can do this amazing job. I don't know. Is, what, what do you want? <laughs> do you want... When this stuff happens, people just be like, D- D- that shouldn't be the rule. It's like, fine, but it is the rule now, so whoever broke the rule is, is getting treated like they broke the fucking rule. Yeah. What do you want? I don't know. If she, <laughs> like, if she's apologetic and thinks it was a dumb move, the fact that you don't think it was a dumb move, like, why do you know better than the person who made the mistake? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fucking, what do you want? I just, I just think a lot of people don't really care about the Olympics, and all of a sudden they care about the Olympics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the real problem. They care about the Olympics when it's their time to, like, make a stance, you know? <laughs> God. It's no like, one was going to watch that race. No. <laughs> God, dude. It's just, like, it is a dumb rule. I'll say that. We couldn't possibly affect your sprinting, right? If anything, it would make you a worse sprinter. Right? Probably, yeah. Lung, the lung thing? Yeah. And just being too relaxed. She's that good? Yeah, she is. I mean, Phelps was getting stoned. Probably. Right? Yeah, remember, remember there's a picture of him smoking the bong? I never even saw that, no. Yeah. I'm out of the He loop. got caught smoking the bong. It was like a little after, I think, one of the Olympics where he was the man. Okay. But, like, he was smoking a bong. Okay. <laughs> he was enjoying it. And he's swimming. Yeah, and swimming. <laughs> God damn, dude. I can't imagine being stoned in a fucking Olympic arena for the Olympics. So much anxiety. What a nightmare. Just looking at like 100,000 people in like Korea. I'm like this is a freak show, dude. Get me out of here. 
Why did I agree to do this? This is a free show. <laughs> send, send me back home, dude. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Who are you guys? Maybe that's when Kim changed his mind. He saw Michael Phelps hop in that pool. He said, okay. He said, time for me to swim. <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Skinny Kim Jong-un. An avid watcher of Chase's YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude, yeah, it's weed in an in, in Olympic competition is not a it's not a match made in heaven. No. <laughs> right? I would think Probably like not. the only other than like steroids, I would say the only other drug like any PEDs where it's like steroids, EPO, like actual performance enhancing drugs. Sure. The only other types of drugs I would say are like low key performance enhancing is Adderall, dude. <laughs> like if you took Adderall you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're like in archery or some shit like that, where you're aiming something. You need precision. Preci- anything with precision, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Adderall. It's going to make you so much better. Right? <laughs> Crazy. I wonder if any of them are drunks. Maybe. There's got to be. No way, right? Maybe. What Olympic sport could you do and just be a drunk? Shot put. <laughs> Those big fat motherfuckers. You could easily be a drunk and do shot put. Probably. Right? Because they don't have, like, lean bodies. You could get wasted all the time. Just be jacked. As long as you're hitting the gym and eating chicken. That's it. Just drinking <laughs> beer. They're built like like your friend's strong dad. The shot put guys. Yeah. They're not, like, ripped up. No. You know? Like decathlete. Uh, like Bruce Jenner. R.I.P. <laughs> you can't. You can't drink or do drugs for that. You have to be in phenomenal shape. <laughs> R.I.P. Bruce. He had a no. He just got a sex change. His cock was keeping him down. Too much drag in the wind. <laughs> he wanted to run his new best time. <laughs> oh man. Now that's the one where you need to be. You couldn't smoke weed before that shit. No. Sprinting, I would think not. She's also twenty-one though. It doesn't fucking matter. Is she that young? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> She's from Dallas, Texas. Home of the QAnon conference. <laughs> Beautiful city. Beautiful city. Terrible city. Total dump. Just really boring. So boring. Yeah. What do people there do for fun? I don't know. Like the actual structure of the city, it looked like, oh, yeah, this is nice. But then there was nothing happening. No, and walking around those streets and just looking up at like empty, pointless buildings. Yeah. Was just very depressing. <laughs> I was like, this is like, nothing's going on here. Nothing. And there's like no reason for anything to be going on. No, who's coming here to have a good time? <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> oh my god, we're going to New Orleans this weekend. I'm psyched. I am. You never been, right? I've never been, so I'm very excited. It's great. Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped. It's a great city. Yeah, we'll get some good food. Food. I hope good. so. The food, like the Southern Creole type food, mm-hmm. fucking top notch. I've heard. It's great. I can't wait. Food's great. People are awesome. We're going to meet some great people for the show. Yeah. Oh, New Orleans is like the best place for mm-hmm. those type of people. New Orleans, Key West will be good too. We'll get some real, some real weirdos. Yeah. You know, some real quirky folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're meeting like a voodoo prince. Oh, he's a prince. He's a, I mean, I, I think he calls himself a voodoo prince. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and he's not an actual prince. Right. He's, he is in his own mind. Right. But in the voodoo world, he is a prince. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. In our world, he's, you know. Probably a gas station. <laughs> Something along those lines. But in the voodoo realm, he is a prince. 
And I'm excited to meet the prince. I am too. We're going to meet some wild ass people. I can't wait. I'm fucking pumped, man. There's going to be something crazy that happens. You remember the uh, tarot card reader? She told you you have to go to New Orleans. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, she said something crazy was going to happen in New Orleans. I just, you were going to find your destiny or something. I just get raped by Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> that's my destiny. That's his first weekend trip back. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the local theater in New Orleans. <laughs> Slip something in my fucking kamikaze shot. <laughs> I forgot. He's the voodoo prince. Yeah, he's the voodoo. It's just Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Oh, I'm the voodoo prince. I'm going to do a little lost something with your body. <laughs> oh, the common prince around here. You know, I'm not exactly a prince. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, fucking, I, I forgot she said that, though. Yeah. My destiny was going to be in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I have to go there and find my destiny. There's going to be something that happens. Dude, I wonder what it's going to be. What if I get into voodoo? Just get real weird. To just stay? Just stay in New Orleans. I come on the flight home alone. Mom would be so pissed. <laughs> she'd be so mad at me. If I, dude, she'd be so mad at me if I just stayed in New Orleans to be a voodoo guy. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's my destiny. It's my destiny. Me and Cosby. We're doing voodoo down here in New Orleans. That would be fucking nuts. It's going to be great. It's a good place. I can't Great wait. Great place. Yeah. There's this there's this this author said this thing where he's like the only three real cities are New York, New York, San Francisco, New Orleans. Everywhere else is just Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking quote. This. Great quote. There's other good places obviously, but but I will be living in New York has kind of ruined me. Yeah, it sets lot the of, bar extremely too high. It's the best place in the world. Dude. Yeah. So then you go elsewhere and it's just like it's never as good. No, it's fine, mm-hmm. but it's not like, oh, this is fucking, this is awesome. Yeah, like I went to D.C. and like the monuments and shit are sick, like Lincoln Memorial and stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you see all the historic bullshit, I'm just like, this is a fucking snooze fest. Dude. Yeah, I agree. It's so boring. <laughs> it's just like, what do you guys do around here? Just fucking nothing. You just hang out. It's all, it's also like. Part of me when I go to cities like that, because in, in New York, New Orleans is like this too. In the, and San Francisco is too. That's where my girlfriend's from. You can go into like any little place and the food is phenomenal. Yeah. And regardless what ethnicity of people makes the food, they're, it's authentically made and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And then I go to a place like D.C. or fucking Dallas. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. I know what. You just eat Chipotle every day. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you do if you live in those cities. You eat Chipotle, dude. Mm-hmm. Which, no offense, I like Chipotle too. Don't come at me, dude. <laughs> Anyone listening? However, you do get used to the bar being set super high. Of like, if I want kick-ass Vietnamese food or kick-ass Indian food or Mexican food or whatever, mm-hmm. you just pop in. It's gonna be unreal. Yeah. And then once you live there, you know the spots. Mm-hmm. So then you got your favorite spot from each type of food. Whereas in D.C., it's just like Chipotle and fucking Panera Bread. <laughs> it's a snoozer, dude. That's it. Dallas? What were you, in Dallas, we were just seeing that at a Mexican place every yeah. day, which was good. We found one good spot, and we kept to it the whole time. Yeah, we went there like three <laughs> times, dude. Yeah. Just eating burritos. Just so sleepy. 
Just exhausting ourselves with burritos. And Dallas, you have to just like walk around to find people to interview because no one's like in the same area. Dude, it's so spread out, too. Yeah, we would walk so long to find one homeless guy. I know, man. You know where else I went that's like that, which we should never go to shoot the show, (laughs) is fucking Kansas City. I believe it. We would go from like one bar to another, and I'm like, we've been walking for 28 minutes. (laughs) I cannot believe how long we've been walking. It's like a different town. Yes. And it's like... In New York, maybe you'll walk that long, but the amount of shit you're going to see in your 28-minute walk. Yeah. What a great walk. Of course. Right? It's enjoyable. That walk in Kansas City, ugh. (laughs) What a fucking nightmare, man. Walking 28 minutes in Kansas City. We just lose all the listeners of the podcast, by the way. I'm just insulting all of their towns. Everywhere they're in just the just middle a, of the country. A couple fans in New Orleans and New York. <laughs> well, you've That's been to it. a lot of places. What would you say are like the three worst cities? Cities I've been to? In the United States. Detroit is horrific. <laughs> okay. Detroit is an absolute nightmare. And apologies to who lives there because it's like a nightmare for the saddest. It's just an economically destitute place. It is an absolute just hellhole. Mm-hmm. It, feel, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Detroit... I dislike. Okay. It's, it's yeah, it's gross. It's horrible. <laughs> um, so sorry that I just brutally shit on Detroit. Um, that's one of the worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did not like Kansas City. It's pretty shitty. Um, that that might be up there. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. What other cities did I not like? I mean, I don't like L.A. Okay, that's a controversial I, pick in a way, I guess. But I don't really. like I don't love L.A. Yeah, at least L.A. proper. The outskirts of L.A. can be beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit. Malibu you know and fucking Redondo Beach, and you know, but that's you're going like 45 to an hour north or south. Yeah, you know, you're not in the city. You're not L.A. proper. Hollywood is a nightmare. <laughs> like West Hollywood is a, a Silver Lake is a nightmare, dude. Mm-hmm. So like L.A. proper is one of my least favorite places. Detroit, Kansas City's bad. I definitely I did not like Dallas. I'll say that Dallas is up there. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking, to, are we counting towns too? I, I don't know. Uh, there's also a lot of major cities. Like the actual infrastructure of the city, how fun a city is, how good the food is. There's you're, all like different parts to play. But you're asking major cities, though. Yeah, major cities. Okay, because Tallahassee would be number one. Oh yeah, no, Tallahassee is just like not counting. Okay, because Tallahassee, Harrison, yeah. Arkansas. I've been to yeah, some yeah. real dumps. No, th- those are. Um, that's a completely different list. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll I'll say like the cities that are great: New New York, New Orleans, San Francisco's great. San Diego's great. Um, hmm. List is running thin. Charles, <laughs> no. <laughs> Charleston, South Carolina's great. Um, I mean, honestly, if you're going to be there for a few days, Boston is beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's some good There's some good spots. Chicago's great. Chicago's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? There's some good places, dude. <laughs> there's some places I like. Mm-hmm. I liked Atlanta. Atlanta seemed cool. You know, it's not crazy good. Yeah. But pretty fun. I thought it was fine. It's kind of fine. Yeah. Sort of all right. <laughs> Key West is the shit. We're going to Key West in a few weeks. Yeah, Key West is just like its own world. Though. Key West is awesome. <laughs> in in Massachusetts, there's a town called Provincetown, 
mm-hmm. super like big gay hub at the absolute tip of the Cape of Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. It's so similar to Key West, just like Key West is at the tip of the Keys. Mm-hmm. Soup, tons of gay people, tons of like quirky weirdos. Everybody having fun. Looks similar. Great beaches. Those are great spots. Both of them. Key West is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a great time. It's up there. Yeah, yeah. These are. It's about it. It's not Dallas. No, Dallas is no, no. <laughs> I went to Seattle. It's fine. I wasn't like blown away. I also thought you would shit on it more. Seattle. I, I hear nothing but negative things about like it's just like miserable there. I never want to go to Portland. I feel like everybody <laughs> I hate lives in Portland. <laughs> like every human being, every like everybody who's in the demographic of people that I want to be around the least lives in Portland. <laughs> just like rude, like you know, low energy ultra left-wing hipsters i'm good on that dude. i am fine on that i'd rather hang out with a bunch of rednecks than hang out with those motherfuckers get those people out of my life Ugh. yeah that's yeah i'm trying to think seattle seattle it rained the whole time that's kind of what it's known for but it's also just like i don't know it's it's all right it's just kind of boring there's just some boring cities out there Boston, lifestyle-wise, can be slightly boring because it closes early, but it's so beautiful-looking that it makes up for it. Also, Boston does have good food. Not like New York level, but better than most places. Definitely better than fucking here or Dallas. Um, I'm trying to think. What other cities was I like, me, not impressed by? I don't know. I went to... uh, Oh, Toronto's the shit. You been to Toronto? I haven't been to Canada at all. Toronto's awesome. Yeah? Yeah. I've heard. And Montreal's supposed to be, like, one of the coolest places in the world. Okay. I've never been to Montreal, but I've been to Mont-Tremblant, which is very close, and that was awesome. Toronto's the shit, dude. Okay. Toronto's fucking awesome. Um, Where else have I been? You know what? I, you know, I like Philly. Yeah. It's a dump, but it's a great time. Philly's a dump, but you guys know it's a dump. Yeah, exactly. Nobody thinks it's not a dump. No. And such a fun place to drink. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. What what was wrong with Dallas is what is right about Philly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go birds, baby. Go birds. <laughs> <laughs> Go birds, baby. Uh, <laughs> let me get a glass of water. <laughs> Fucking No, uh yeah, the Philly's like uh, densely populated mm-hmm. and tons of places to drink mm-hmm. and fun like culture, fun people, good like kind of intense vibe to mm-hmm. the people, huge sports town, great, all the things like the way that there's nothing going on, especially like in terms of food and drinking and leisure in Dallas, that's totally going on in Philly. Yeah. I like Philly. I fuck with Philly. Pittsburgh's all right too. Never been to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's all right. I'm telling you. And people are going to kill me for saying this. Buffalo's gotten a lot better. I'll say that. <laughs> sure, if you go to like the Elmwood Village, Allentown, those are like neighborhoods downtown. Mm. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Where I'm from in Niagara Falls is still a dump. <laughs> However, like the, the downtown, they made it nice because a bunch of hipsters moved in. Okay. Yeah. So they made it a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. And there's like cool new bars and shit. And it's like a huge going out and partying scene. Okay. Big time. You know. About to go sometime. Buffalo's not bad, dude. Okay. You have to get the food's great, you know? Mm-hmm. There's good good things to do. Okay. Trust me. Nobody believes me. Um, no, that's the worst part about a city. I don't like that spread out thing. Yeah, because there's nobody to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> At all. That's a great point. 
You're like, where are the fucking people? Yeah. L.A. kind of has that problem. It does. L.A.'s too spread out. Dallas is way too spread out. I've heard Jacksonville is spread out, but you and I went straight to the midget wrestling that bounced. <laughs> we knew where the people were going to yes. be. We knew as soon as we saw some little people, we got in there and then bounced. <laughs> Micro wrestling. Yeah, it was uh, that Jacksonville is supposed to be super spread out. It seemed like it, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the nice thing about Orlando is like it's it's small, but it's all like everyone's in the same block. Pretty much. Yeah, and downtown especially. Yeah, and then um, also like we live here, which is called Lake Yola Heights, and then there's like Lake Ivanhoe and Thornton Park are both close by, and those are super nice neighborhoods too. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. Orlando's good for that reason. It's all right. Yeah. Maybe we should become a real estate podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. My buddy Tim Dillon's really shitting on fucking Austin. He hates it. I haven't been yet. I'm uh, intrigued to go. Yeah, I mean, how much he hates it actually makes you want to go more. (laughs) He despises it, dude. He talks about it like it's the worst place in the world. Um, But did you see... Well, first of all... We got to talk about the Rachel Nichols thing. Have you seen that? No. Rachel Nichols, ESPN analyst, she said that there was like somebody recorded a conversation of her where they were having, and all she said was, oh, Maria Taylor, who's a black woman, got hired to host some show, and she was like, oh, uh, ESPN seems more concerned about diversity, basically. And it's like, basically alluding to like, she only got the job because she's black. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like freaking out, and it's like, Pretty mild statement that she said privately. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, it's like fine. I get what you're saying, but she wasn't that aggressive about it. She said, "I just feel like they're a little concerned with diversity." Like maybe she's implying something, but that's mm-hmm. pretty mild, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, all these fucking absolute frauds of analysts are telling the <laughs> the media, dude. They're like, we considered boycotting. None of them have boycotted, but mm-hmm. they want you to know they considered. <laughs> I mean, what could there be a bigger cop out? <laughs> That's like me telling you, yeah, Chase, I've thought about giving to charity. I've considered being a good person, but I have not. <laughs> but I would like the credit for doing so. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I've considered boycotting and standing up for what's right, but I didn't. But I'm going to tell you, I considered it. Yeah. So I get the brownie points of cons- of of the consideration. Right. Like, dude, we've all considered doing good things. We've all considered doing bad things. Mm-hmm. I've considered throwing a beer glass at someone's head. I've never done it, but I'm not that... And I don't get to have the credit of the psycho that does do that. Yeah. But I've, I've considered lots of things. Right. I've considered moving to fucking France. I didn't do it, so I'm not French. <laughs> like, that's total cop-out, dude. Yeah. That's such a... Like, that is exactly a perfect microcosm of, like... What's wrong with present day society? Yeah. He's like, you want the social capital and the brownie points of being like, I considered doing the right thing. That's how distraught I am about Rachel Nichols comments. But you're not going to do the right thing. You're not actually going to do it. Do it at all. You're going to take the credit as if you did do it. And you're going to make your money alongside Rachel Nichols and everybody else that that's there, dude. Right. Total horseshit. <laughs> Just bullshit, dude. That's why you got to watch Inside the NBA, dude, Shaq and Barkley. <laughs> Inside the NBA, dude, Shaq and Barkley. Can't, can't top it. No. 
Can't top it. ESPN can't buy them. Everyone's at ESPN, like, virtue signaling and fucking, I consider they're doing the right thing, blah, blah, blah. Barkley's making fun of fat chicks. <laughs> Shaq's calling him ugly. It's great. <laughs> ESPN's owned by Disney, man. They got Mickey running the show. You know, Skip Bayless actually said that. That what? That, well, because he left ESPN. I think he moved to FS1. Okay. And he said why he's happy he left. First of all, he's like, I love living in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live in Bristol, Connecticut. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. <laughs> By the worst city I've been to in my life, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Not a big city, but, oh, Dude, there, me and Tim Dillon were walking down the main strip mm-hmm. in Bridgeport, and there were just bullet holes in the window <laughs> of, the, of the businesses. Just bullet holes. So it's like that. And he's just pointing out like, oh, that's great. That's, that's a good sign for, for the economics of a town. When there's bullet holes in the, the local coffee shop. Um, but yeah, Bridgeport, Connecticut's brutal. But Skip Bayless said he liked living in L.A. more than Bristol. And he's also like, yeah, but we're, we're at ESPN, you're owned by fucking Disney. Yeah. So you can't like, we would want to have like an edgier conversation and they would just, no. Yeah. We're not doing not. that. We're Disney. We don't do that. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Yeah. Did they ever put you through some weird training of like shit you can't do? Don't do this. Don't do that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It's Disney World. Like what kind of stuff? Like what do you mean? Uh, I'm trying to think of like the most ridiculous thing. Like, um, I, I guess the, the biggest thing, obviously I wasn't one of the people that played Mickey Mouse, but you can't even allude to the fact that there is a person in a costume. Oh, really? Like, the term is, like, you have to say, oh, this person is friends with Tigger, which means they are Tigger. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. So, if you, like, your job was you are Tigger. I'm Tigger. You have, like, you can never tell anybody that you are Tigger. Like, your family asks you, what do you do for work? You have to say, I'm friends with Tigger. Wait, wait, adults? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, if, if I was seen being told, like, a customer, like, oh, yeah, it's this person, this dude, like, they would ax me. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Do you know, so they make you sound like a mental patient? Pretty much, You yeah. know how insane you look going, yeah, I'm friends with Minnie Mouse. <laughs> I mean, you look like, like, you look like an insane person. Yeah. They want to make you sound as mentally ill as the peop- the adults that go there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's- I'm friends with Tigger. What? Well, that's that's why I stood out so much because I was not one of these people. I was like, I was like the the normal guy. Yeah, I mean, you know? and that that is as good as it gets in Disney World. That's yeah, just 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 normal. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. You have to say I'm friends with Tigger. Yeah, to your like parents. If you're them, yeah. What an absolute freak show, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude, if I told my friends and family back in Buffalo, they're like, what are you doing, man? I'm friends with Tigger. <laughs> they'd be like, hey, man, is everything all right? <laughs> Just let us know if you need some help because we can help you out. God, dude. That's crazy. They're strict on everything, man. Jesus, man. You are a slave to the system. Yeah, slave to the mouse, huh? Slave to the rat. That's fucking crazy. The yeah. rat, I like the that. Rat. When you get a little spicy, you call him the rat? Yeah. Damn, dude. That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Imagine me and Skip Bayless trying to say all the fucked up things he wants to say on their network. Nah, dude. They'll, t- they'll pull him to the side and be like, listen, you are done if you say anything like that. Wow. Yeah, they are lurking. It's crazy that Disney owns ESPN. They own everything. 
Yeah, don't they own ABC? They own ABC, they own ESPN, they own Hulu, they own 20th Century Fox. Um, they own Hulu? Yeah. Then why did they start Disney Plus? Because they put all the R-rated content on Hulu and all the family stuff on Disney Plus. Dude, this is a freak show. <laughs> this is a freak show, dude. And they haven't been stopped yet. That's so creepy. I know. Who's the head of Disney? Uh, Bob Chapek now. Bob Chapek. He's a creepy looking guy. Of course he is. Yeah. How could he not be? Bob Chapek. Chapek. I will admit, the guy before Bob Iger, I read his book. He's a he's a beast. He's awesome. Yeah. But this guy, no. Look at that guy. Well, this guy made a big deal because when the pandemic happened, he said uh, all the CEOs and all the, the board is going to take a 50% pay cut. And what? Then, and then we all got fired and they didn't get And they didn't cut. take a pay they, cut at all. They got all their money. Dude, look at this dude. He looks like a knee. Yeah. He looks like a kneecap. <laughs> dude, tell me this guy doesn't look like an el- just a creepy elbow. <laughs> what a weirdo. Yeah, that's fucking scary. Damn, was he dating Jennifer Aniston? Was he? What a fucking life this guy lives, huh? <laughs> Bob, I've heard of Bob Iger, so he was the head of Disney. Yeah, Bob Iger's awesome. CEO of Disney. He's like Steve Jobs' best friend. Bro, how the fuck do you work your way up to being the CEO? Read his book, man. It's crazy. Like, That's Bob cool. Iger, I, I love. He's like one of the coolest like people I've ever read about. So he started, with the, he started at the Buena Vista, which is where you live, yeah. Home Entertainment Division. Which at what point he was he started in VHS tapes, you knew he'd be on the rise. He focused on releasing DVDs and Blu-ray discs. He's promoted to the the president of Buena Vista Home Entertainment, president of consumer products, chairman of parks and resorts. Jesus, dude, this is nuts. Wow, and he kept like. Every section he become a part of, he would just increase that by like fifteen percent. Yeah. How did he sure. increase Disney World by fifteen percent? Who knows? What's the newest crazy shit they've added? The newest crazy shit. That, I mean, buying Twenty Century Fox is a big deal. That's sure. nuts. That's like a whole ass movie. Do company. they have any weird new that, like, that's theme park like rides? The Eagles buying the the Redskins, the Giants, and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's fucking you know, nuts. You know, like when you put it in that terms, it's actually insane. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Do they have any new weird ass rides? Crazy like big ones? Uh, I don't the, think the new. Avatar ride. They're right? building. They're building a bunch of new stuff. The Avatar ride is the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my What's life. What's the Avatar ride? You basically like you hop in this thing. So have you seen the Avatar movie? Yes. You know the the things they ride? Yeah. Like those dragon looking things. They they put you in one. <laughs> like you sit down and it's like you're riding a bike and then it straps you in, and then all of a sudden like. You pretty much get like these seizure lights in front of you. This thing opens up, and you are like on this banshee. Wow. Yeah. It's like a virtual thing. It's like this huge. It looks like you have your own IMAX screen, basically. Jesus Christ. And like the thing will like breathe, so like it'll move your legs as if like this animal's breathing. This is insane. It's not. <laughs> dude, imagine how much money they spent on that, and what so a, much money, dude. What better causes that money could have gone to? <laughs> you know. I mean, charity, ending hunger. Yeah. And Bill Cosby's legal defense <laughs> fund. <laughs> They're animal kingdom. They love getting like the donations for like keep our animals safe or whatever. They take every dollar. They build the James Cameron Avatar ride. <laughs> 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 so 
<laughs> yeah, dude. It out. Dude, the tigers aren't getting shit. <laughs> are you kidding me? The elephants are going hungry. <laughs> James Cameron just get a hundred million dollars. They could build a giant IMAX ride around his fucking ten-year-old movie. <laughs> Jesus, dude, that's crazy. It's nuts, man. That they own, is. They own Star Wars. They own Marvel. They own this is Pixar. So they own scary. everything. This is so nuts. Do the executives there have like a weird like? Hello. What do you mean? Like, a, like, I just imagine them being like, "Hello, welcome to Disney." Like weird, like the higher ups, your higher ups, my higher ups. Some of them, some of the like, yeah. there's definitely like normal people at Disney. You know, okay. like they're rare, but they are there. You know, yeah, but they're rare, but they're rare. Yeah, when you find one, you can act with them. <laughs> they're, they're your boy. <laughs> did you? Uh, one more thing, dude. Did you see this guy? It's so funny. This guy in Jersey. And you're gonna love this gear from Jersey. <laughs> he said, "Uh, he his name was Edgar Cagney Ed Ed Matthews, 45 years old, and he got in. A, he's in. Do you know Mount Laurel, New Jersey? I'm like 25 minutes from Mount no Laurel. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're gonna love this. My mom works by Mount Laurel. <laughs> a man who police say yelled racist slurs in front of a residence in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, on Friday, and he gave out his address to the person filming him." And then he challenged them to visit his home. He was yelling the N word. He was calling them. He's calling this person a monkey. Jesus Christ! And he said, uh, he said he gave out his address. I live at blah 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 so and so lane. He's like, you can come, come fucking come to my house, man. I don't give a shit. Like I don't give you know come to you know whatever. Listen to this. You're gonna fucking love this. Three days later, protesters started showing up at the address listed in the video. By Monday morning, dozens of protesters had gathered, gathered outside Matthew's doors chanting, We want Edward. <laughs> By the evening, the crowd had appeared to grow to more than 100. Matthews briefly emerged during the protest and tried to apologize, but protesters remained livid. And it, <laughs> protesters cheered while some hurled food and water bottles at him. <laughs> the incident followed more than Asia. Aaliyah Robinson, 43, who lives near Matthews, said, he said, pull up, we pulled up. <laughs> dude, oh, I love this, dude. Just three, just a hundred angry black people whipping tomatoes at him. Of course. Just fucking took the, took the train in from Camden. <laughs> so no, man, that's great. I mean, it is, what an idiot. It's so funny to be like, come to my house. And then like. Say the address. Oh, it's so great. It's so funny. You're asking for it. You're asking for it, dude. <laughs> what a nightmare. Imagine how mad he is at himself. Imagine how mad his fucking wife is at him. Oh, yeah. You know, they were planning a trip to Belmar for 4th of July. <laughs> Instead, they just have 100 angry black people whipping water bottles at him. Damn it, Ed. They're stuck inside their home. Oh, it's so funny. It's awesome. It's great. So Mont Laurel's close to you? Yeah. Like I said, it's 25 minutes from my house. I don't... I'm not from Mount Laurel. No, okay. No, I'm not associated with this man. Yeah, no, no. Chase doesn't know him. <laughs> Chase only knows Kim Jong-un. That's it. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny that they just throw up and started, showed up and started throwing food and water at him. Some and cheese I love, steaks from he, Geno's. He came out. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing some Jersey Mike subs and crab fries door. from Chickie and Pete's. <laughs> oh man, dude, it's so funny. God, that is hilarious. And the fact that they was like, they were like, uh, he came out to apologize, and protesters remained irate. <laughs> He's just like, I'm sorry. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know how he thought it was gonna play out. 
What do you think they were going to walk away after an apology? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I wonder how long they stayed for. There's still probably a dozen people as we speak. God, that's so funny. There's a couple of people that have nothing going on. They're like, yeah, let's go again. Why yeah. not? It's like, it's like you went to a bar and you liked it. You want to go again tomorrow night? Yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> I'm off. That's great. All right, dude. I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this has been another episode of the Luke Tuma Podcast. If you're new here, once again, like and subscribe on whatever platform. Give us a five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. Uh, I'm here, as always, with Chase Azarian, um, at Chase Azarian on Instagram, chilling with Chase on YouTube. You've been you've been posted more, correct? No. <laughs> no? Okay, all right. Never mind but, that. But the comeback is Strike that from the record. I was, I was convinced that we were knee-deep in your, yeah. in your comeback. Um, okay, no worries. Well, hey, he's going to be posted again soon. The comeback is happening. The comeback is happening. Follow the man. Subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.